WSB, Sean Hannity. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. And we'll break in immediately for severe weather warnings, traffic red alerts, and breaking news alerts. You can depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Boy, that is Jewish. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday evening to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 1108, after 11, the Mark Aram Show with you Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Everybody in attendance tonight, Low T. Chuck back from his one-day suspension. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Melanie from Four Goodness Cakes in Norcross in studio with us. Uh, she baked those two delicious cakes, one celebrating Longoria's green card birthday, mm-hmm. not his real one, and no. one celebrating the one-year anniversary of the Mark Aram Show. I've tweeted out gorgeous pictures of them, and they're on Instagram, Mark Aram. Check it out. Uh, again, thanks so much, Melanie, for, for bringing in delicious treats. Uh, we are ta- discussing life hacks today. Basically, if you don't know what a life hack is, it's a little tip to make your life easier. Uh, Loti pulled some off the web for me. Here's one. Do you ever make spaghetti at home, Loti? That's a good meal, right? You and hot neighbor make pasta. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we do. It's really great. No. What? I mean, do you ever make meatballs. pasta at home with the, with the hot neighbor? You ever make spaghetti? Yeah. All right. So you, you ever you're boiling the water for spaghetti and the water boils over, or like? Oh yeah. If you put a wooden spoon across a boiling pot of water, it will keep it from boiling over. Well, I think yeah, I've heard office. that one before. Yep. Yeah. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Right here. Boom. She just did that the other night. With a wooden spoon? <laughs> no. Here's one. She did something else with a wooden spoon. But- <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> Good jokes, job, guys. Chuck. Those are jokes. Uh, place a rubber. You, you ever paint? Painting walls? Oh, yeah. That one. I love that one. That's yeah. one of the ones Longoria. I Oh, yeah. We're about, to paint, we're about to paint the new baby's room. You can tell the cu- your cousin's this. Place, a, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> place, place a rubber band around an open paint can. To wipe your brush on and keep paint uh, off the side of the can. That makes so much sense. Up and yeah, isn't that a cool little thing? Down. Here's yeah, one yeah. I need. All right, if you sometimes will uh, hit snooze too much or you know you sleep through your alarm, put your cell phone in a cup, a glass, like a glass. Yeah. And when the alarm goes off, the glass will make the alarm sound. Louder? Louder. It amplifies the alarm sound and get your uh, And then throw the glass across the room. Yeah, and then you just grab it and sling it across the room. <laughs> exactly. Um, more life hacks. These are dumb. These are dumb. These are dumb. Um, end of, you, you guys eat Nutella? You have Nutella I, at your house? Yeah, My wife likes it, yeah. So if the, apparently if you have a jar of Nutella, at the end of the jar, it's tough to get the... Bottom. To, yeah. Yeah. Just finish it off with some ice cream. Put a couple scoops of ice cream in there. And you eat the ice cream out of there, and you get the Nutella up, and it's like a great little... Yum. There was one I saw about when you're making ice cream cones, if you drop a marshmallow on the bottom, oh, then so the ice leak. cream, the marshmallow... Oh, it doesn't melt through. The ice cream, and then, yeah, and then it'll never leak out, the, especially for like little kids. It That's takes the six best years one I've ever heard. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drop a little yeah. marshmallow in there, and they won't get it. It won't turn into Boom. a gooey, gross mess. You, you, drink, uh, you guys drink wine? Yep. Yes. Instead of uh, to chill down wine... If you know, say you go to the, you buy wine at a gas station, it's not cold. <laughs> yeah, which is where I go. <laughs> you put frozen grapes in the wine to chill oh. it down without watering it down. So Good instead one. of putting ice cubes in, you have frozen grapes in your freezer. 
I always wonder what to do with grapes. They're useless. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they're they're useless. All right, eat so, them. So we're discussing That's life gross. hacks, and I guess no. on the periphery, how to pull women out of strip clubs. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. On the periphery. Not what we intended to talk about no, on the Mark no, Aram no. Show with Melanie in studio. Um, yeah. Scott's in Auburn. It. Scott, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, uh, I've developed, well, I didn't develop, but I have come up with an idea, uh, and it has worked four out of four times so far. Okay. In order to pull a stripper and uh, attractive stripper uh -huh. from a club, yes. I always take my bi girlfriend with me and let her be the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Step one, yeah. get a girlfriend that's into other girls. Yeah. Again, just as difficult as... I don't know how, don't know how this has turned into... I have so much to explain just, to my daughter. Yes, tomorrow. your oh, daughter should be in bed, Melanie. She is in bed, but Dad, the radio is on. Dad, nab it. Well, hopefully she fell asleep. Oh, my God. Well, you know, a stripper is a type of dog, by the way. That's what yeah, we're talking about. Is, it's a, it's right, a breed right. of dog that's popular in... <laughs> The Florida Panhandle, but very hard to get, very, <laughs> very rare. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't yes. get them out of the house. <laughs> you can't get them. Yeah, uh, TJ's indicator. TJ, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey man, how did your show degenerate uh, into? I wish I knew. I wish I knew, brother. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh, because the guy had the life hack about. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think yeah. he understood the I whole thing. I don't think he did either. He was like right out of the gate. He started talking about. Yeah, strippers. you got to buy a helicopter and all this <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's too much. You got two, three thousand dollars. That's not a hack. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, that being said, I do have an actual hack. Okay, let's hear it. All right. Uh, for those of us who don't have a few grand lying around that we're not doing anything <laughs> with, uh, you, you go to your bank next time you go to the ATM or whatever. Uh -huh. It may seem a little fishy and people behind you, but uh, fish around or see if you can find one on the ground. A nice fat receipt with with a balance of like 25K. Oh, my goodness. I know and, what you're talking and, about. And just go ahead and palm it and, and, and keep it. And next time you're either with the uh, stripper or any any young lady you just really want to impress. Yes. Leave it around just precariously, maybe in your car or, or, or if you're at a club, at a strip club, you may just, you know, act like you're coming back from the... If you're at the library. If you're at the library. What's, what's so funny is, I forgot what it was, but years ago, there was um, someone posted an ATM receipt on the web and the, the like the checking balance was like 66 million dollars you know it was oh, like yeah. the guy withdrew 300 dollars, and it said remaining balance was like 66 million <laughs> and you could print it out and cut it and make it look like an atm oh, yeah. receipt and yeah, that's, uh that's, that's a pretty good life hack by the way yeah so so have you done that tj uh, that's undefeated, by the way. <laughs> four for four, just like the previous caller. <laughs> Thanks, TJ. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. And now, 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 it's time for Who Would You Rather Be with Little Sanjay. He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of uh, unanswerable questions that we try to answer here on the Mark Aram Show. He joins us every week. Not in studio because we had cake and he's on a paleo diet. Oh, uh, that's the reason. Doesn't want to eat cake. He is little Sanjay. How you doing, brother? What's up, Jubaka? <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream, my friend. Living the dream. You you have a life hack on how to bring uh, get a uh, stripper out of a club? Uh, 
Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on it. He's all right. So listen. So Sanjay, if, if you've never heard a segment, it's wildly popular. He asks us unanswerable questions, and the Mark Aram Show staff tries to answer them. So we have limited time. So I want you to fire away. First question, Silky. All right. Would you rather be able to perfectly imitate anyone's voice or perfectly imitate someone's appearance? Anyone's appearance. Oh, appearance. Yeah, appearance. Yeah, appearance for sure. I'd be I'd be you. I'd walk into a poker room <laughs> and intimidate everybody. Absolutely. Melanie, appearance or, or voice? Absolutely. I, the voice thing would come in handy on the radio. Like I could just break into a Herman Cain right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, appearance, definitely. Yeah, I have to go with appearance. Really? Yeah, you get more miles out of it. Yeah. See, I, I would, mean, I would. I, I I would get I would have more fun with the voice probably. Yeah. I get way more miles out of out of the out of the. But appearance. if I could choose an appearance, like if I could copy, I would be you, Chuck. <laughs> no, so I don't know why you would choose any appearance other than your own. No. Longoria, appearance or voice? Appearance. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's a good question, Silky. All right, next one. All right, would you rather receive one million dollars today mm-hmm. or one hundred million dollars one year before you die? Today. Sure. Melanie says today for sure. Yeah. I got to think about this. Low T. Yeah, I'm taking the million today because what if I mean what if I'm 85 and I get the 10 million? What am I going to do with 100, 100 million? million? What am I going to do at 85 with 100 million dollars? Really? Have you never seen Brewster's Millions? <laughs> I've seen it. Uh, Longoria, what do I you think do? I'm going to do the 100 million a year before I die. Really? It'll be the best year of my life. But not if you're like 85. That's what I'm saying. Money See, can buy t- me someone to carry me to do things. Can now, can, nah. Sanjay, do I have this in a contract? <clears throat> like I can get a, a equity loan off of it, <laughs> or like JG Wentworth? No, I can call no JG Wentworth time. and be like JG Wentworth. Listen, do I have to spend it all in that year? Well, yeah. I mean, no, you could leave it. Yeah, no, I'll take the hundred million and leave it now. to my heirs. Yeah, assuming oh, I have heirs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that makes no sense. You no. can't. If if it was like one million or ten million, yeah, I'll take the one million now. But a hundred million, I'm me- not getting a hundred million the last year of my life. Yeah. What, you also do you know how long it would be if I said right now you're going to get a hundred million dollars on the last year of your life? Yeah, you have to sit here at 42 years old till whenever you think you might die. So yeah, six runs from now, I would yeah, get. Well, yeah. you might get it sooner <laughs> than the rest of us. I just I couldn't do that. It'd be hanging. All over right, let's my change head. it up, Sanjay. It's it's a hundred million in singles, Chuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> different. Make yeah. it rain forty days pull, and forty nights. Yeah, we go to grand. a club. I, there's there's too much return on investment. I'm going I'm going the hundred million and 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 I'll, in my last year of my life, I'm gonna I'll give it to my heirs. If I don't have heirs, it'll go to charity. You're gonna have so many babies the last yeah, year. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. All right, next question, Silk. All right, would you rather get drunk every time you sneeze, <laughs> what? or? What? Or pee every time you laugh. <laughs> Drunk every time I sneeze. Because I laugh a lot more than I sneeze. Wait, how much pee? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I need to know. You know is it just like, no, is it? This is relative. It, it's, it's enough. As <laughs> much as would make you a little bit uncomfortable. Ooh. All right, repeat the question one yeah, more time. Yeah, but can somebody see it? <laughs> depends on what well, I'm wearing. It always depends. depends. What makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> um, would okay. you rather get drunk every time you sneeze or pee every time you laugh? And, like, a no. good drunk. Like, uh, a good you, drunk I, as opposed to the bad one I had last week. Like, every slobbering sn- and, can't, and incoherent, <laughs> or am I just, like, says, over the limit? Somebody says, I'm buzz- I was buzzed last night or I was drunk last night. I mean, you know. So I'm over the limit. Yeah, you're over the limit. I'm sure. taking That'd be dr- tough taking, while you're driving. I'm taking drunk. Oh, sir, I wasn't drinking. That? I sneezed. Yeah. Yeah, what if you had a cold? <laughs> you take Uber for a month while you <laughs> yeah. have a cold. Uh, yeah, no, I laugh too much. Thankfully, I laugh too much. And I, I, you know, 
I'm, I'm going to take the drunk sneeze thing. Melanie? Yeah, drunk sneeze. Yeah, yeah me too. I'll do the laughing. All right. Contrary. <laughs> you got another one, Silk? Yes, I got two more equipment. All right, go. Would you rather never be able to watch in a movie that has not been made? Oh, shoot. I screwed that up. What? <laughs> All right. Skip to the last one. Go to the last one. All right. Would you rather lose your sense of taste or your sense of humor? Taste. Yeah. Yeah. Taste. yeah. Sorry, taste. Melanie. Your cakes your cakes, no, cakes no, no. are delicious, I, but humor's more important than yeah, taste. Yeah, humor's more important than taste. Chuck? Yeah, I'm, I'm going taste. Taste. All right. Sanjay, Melanie's got one. She wants to throw out at you, okay? Right. Okay. What would you rather have to be able to to never have to stop for a stoplight or to never pay for gas again? Um, the stoplight for sure. I have an electric car now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, life hack. Too You're real. not pulling a stripper out of a club in an electric car. <laughs> yeah. In your leaf. In your leaf. Yeah. In your Chevy yeah. Volt. Want to ride my leaf? Yeah. Uh, Chuck, that's, that's a great question, though, Melanie. Thank uh, you. Uh, never have to pay for gas or never stop at a stoplight? I don't want to pay for gas. I drive a truck. Yeah. I don't want to pay for gas. I can stop at stop. I got nothing but time. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. I drive a pickup, uh, man. Pay for gas. Here's, gas. here's why. This is forever, right, Melanie? This yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Like, eventually, all cars are going to be electric. You're not gassy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> all cars not are gonna be, all cars are gonna be electric. So there's gonna be time where none of us are paying for gas. Sure, I hate to break that to the oil industry, but it's gonna happen. You think that won't be made up on the other end when we're sucking electricity? Well, <laughs> they it can, won't free- yeah, but that, that wasn't part of the question. It's paying for gas. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. So I I hate stoplights, especially coming to work at three in the morning. Yeah, and that I is to, infuriating. I have to sit at a stoplight when there's no one around. Why aren't those timed like motion know. sensor? That's you would think the traffic guy would do something about that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm going to choose never people. never do it at the stop line. Stop light. Yeah, I'll pay for gas right now. All right. Uh, good job, as always, Silk. Uh, you going to be in studio next week or what? What's the you deal? Bet. You, you, want bet. Me, you want me to save you some cake? Uh, yeah, put it in the freezer, please. <laughs> All right. He is, on, it out. he is on Twitter, at Silky the Luck Box. Have a great night, brother. Word up. See ya. All right. Little Sanjay. Such a little guy. <laughs> All right. We're coming back. Russ, hang on. You'll get uh, your call next. 404 404- 872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Don't sweat the technique. All right, finish it up. we got a guest coming up next half hour. Comedian Dave Attell will join us. Uh, Russ joins us on the program. Russ, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Mark. How you doing, buddy? Excellent. What's up? Listen, I used to, all I did was date strippers. Oh, I can tell you how to pick up strippers. <laughs> and it doesn't take any $2,000. What does it, it doesn't take, It doesn't take anything. All you need is enough money to sit in the bar for a couple hours. But how does that, how do you translate that into a relationship? Well, I don't know about a relationship. <laughs> you have to work on that on your own. But you can get them out of the bar. And I'll tell you how to do it. It's easy. Uh, because uh, you don't go for the night girls. You can't get the night girls. <laughs> go for the day, day shifters. You go for the, the B squad, B team. They get off about 6 o'clock. They don't have any money. They're bored. Uh, and this is what you do. You just pick a bar. Go to a bar for about a week where you get to know a couple of them. Where you're talking to them. Go in there for lunch for about a week. Tell them you're a driver. Tell them you used to drive for the girls 10 years ago or something like that. Because none of these chicks have a car. So really? once you drive one, if you take one and drive her, well, plus they drink all day. They don't want to drive. Oh, I got Drive you. one, she'll tell her friends, now you're in. They'll be like, oh, Russ, Russ drove me home. Up. Russ was such a nice guy. He drove me home. But, well, they trust me now. His I car smelled like chloroform. Giant rope in the backseat. Oh, I mean, like, man. I all the time want you to take them to wherever here and there, because I don't know why they never have a car, but if you, if you provide that basic 
need for them and they trust you, <sighs> you can walk out the door with five of them. <laughs> day shifters, though. With an asterisk. Yeah, there's, day shifters. There's an asterisk there. Day shifters, though. You can't do that to the night girls. Probably you'd need the 2000 for the night girls, but not the day girls. <laughs> All right. I, Thanks, Russ. There's a hell of a hack. We went from legitimate life hacks to uh, life hacking a strip club <laughs> right here on the Mark Arab Show. Melanie, thanks so much. You're welcome. Awesome. Thanks for having Follow me. her on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Four Goodness Cakes. Delicious stuff. I'm going to chow down some right now during news, weather, and traffic. Dave Attell coming up next. Uh, follow me on Twitter, too, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. And email Low T Chuck. It's Low T Chuck at WSBRadio.com. Uh, coming back after this, this is the Mark Aram Show. HWSB Sean Hannity, the WSB 24 hour breaking news center is on alert and will break in immediately for severe weather warnings, traffic red alerts, and breaking news alerts. You can depend on it. No animals were harmed during the making of the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. Dave Attell in studio now. Now, I, I became a fan of comedy. Yeah, um, how did, how did listen, you start First listening to albums. What was your favorite comics? Um, Steve Martin. Yes. I, I loved his albums. Bill Cosby albums were right. amazing. And, you know, but those were really... George Carlin, my mom had some stuff. You know, I was kind of oh, introduced to him. Oh, was cool. But then it was HBO. When yes. my, my parents finally sprung for cable, cheap bastards that they are. HBO was like, whoa, Dangerfield yes. specials and um, just one night stands and Robert Klein, like all the all the yes. all the legends of comedy that are uh, those those are the ones. Chris Rock also like his his HBO specials just out of control, great. And um, HBO still is the gold gold standard of like um, a comedy special. They don't filter and they don't censor. It's hard to get on them. I did one. I was like. That was like my like I guess you could say bucket mm-hmm. list to do an hour special for HBO and um, uh, you know that 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 for that for comics is like a big deal. So, so I'm like 12 or 13. Uh, it's like 84, 85. I get HBO right. and my friends would come over and we'd watch comedy on HBO. My buddy Chris, his dad had Playboy Channel, so we'd gravitate to his house to yes. watch Playboy Channel. But it was like those were events. Like, hey, my parents are gone. We got the Playboy Channel, and I'd be like, hey. New comedy tonight on HBO. Come over and and that's where the love like really blossomed to be able. And that was really the only place you could see new comedy. If you're a you know uh, a prepubescent boy, right? You know in Connecticut, you you don't go to the clubs. You don't have the internet. You you don't get to see. It was HBO. What was the comedy in Connecticut? Beating your butler on a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm not from that part of Connecticut. I'm from the. Uh, the highlight part. Yeah. <laughs> part. You remember that? The highlight part? Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I, you know, technology is great for a lot of things, but I think for comedians especially that you don't have to wait um, to get your material out there to get an HBO special. Um, you have your website, davidtell.com. You can, you know, get followers on YouTube or, or Twitter. I, but I don't know. There's a part. So uh, everything that you're saying is true. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely certain that it's a good thing. And I know that that sounds maybe negative because to say. the market's flooded. Or well, I think that there is something that is important about putting the material in front of an audience mm-hmm. and hearing the feedback. So all of those specials represent a narrowing, a perfection, a development of those pieces of material. That's why they are or were events. 
right? When when I can just throw myself up in front of uh, a screen and vomit yeah. out words and send them out into the ether, there is no necessarily vetting to go. Well, we should what have words? done that. Yeah, you know. So All the right. culmination of your HBO show, how much? Uh, time and effort was put in prior to that to make sure everything was fine-tuned before the HBO film. Well, oh, that was years ago, but uh, I'll tell you how how hard it is for me because like, it takes me forever to write these jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll write a ton of them, but I'll throw most of them away, but... <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the 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 thing about it is like I didn't really have enough material for that because I had done a Comedy Central hour thing about uh, two years earlier. Mm-hmm. So you know now people are turning around specials like almost every year. Like Louis C.K. is like amazing. Like how he keeps pumping it out like that. That really is impressive. And uh, you know he's such a funny guy. And uh, that that's kind of like great if you're a comedy fan like to be able to see the person that you really that you really really dig and like connect with over with new material like that all the time then that that's perfect but for me like i'm not that good i I, it takes me a while to put them out like i did the roadwork special we shot that in various clubs you know to give like this club experience Mm -hmm. and uh you know that that alone like you know i must have edited that for like months and months and months i mean it drove me insane me and my editor because uh there was just so many great choices you know that's the problem it has to be the tv time and um i would say that what jamie said is right is that like um, people want a crafted joke and there's so many great joke craftsmen but at the end of the day like you know I hate to say it the, the people want to have a good time and it's really um, sometime for the comic you know you kind of get like why are they laughing at that and they didn't laugh <laughs> at the joke I like yeah. you know so but you know what can you do you know David Tell in studio at the Punchline this weekend uh, doing comedy stand up for over 25 years let me ask you this question 25 it's this years 12 laughs it's <laughs> the name of <laughs> per show so I'm putting it on my tombstone um, coming up yeah. Um, and you know, before you became a headliner, once you became a headliner, right. are there opening acts that you saw and were like, "Wow, that guy or gal is really funny," and then they exploded onto stardom? Did you did you pick the people out before? I've had some great openers and some not so great. I yeah, say um, um, Hitler, not good, <laughs> not a good opener, <laughs> good artist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I uh, I'm not that old. So no, yeah, no. Most of the guys that I would bring to the club or on the road were guys who, um, you know, for a while there, there was like this whole PC thing where you like, you know, the middles, of course, couldn't be dirty in, yeah. in, in many markets. You know, they couldn't be dirty. So like the only way for them to be dirty was to, like go on um, before like a dirtier act, and that would be me. So I was kind of like their um, um, vampire maker. Understood. You know, like I would bring them out, and they get to go in front of this crowd, and the crowd digged them, and it became harder and harder to follow them. But that made it more more interesting, and of course, you know, it, it pushed me too, so it was good. But I would say that uh, the guys that I love, and I think Jamie is, is starting to rotate them through, uh, Jay Okerson, who I think was just yep. here, Jay, okay. very, very funny guy, he's a New York guy now from Philly originally, Mike Vecchione, Kurt Metzger, uh, Louis Katz, uh, Kevin Brennan, who uh, a guy who I started with. Who uh, have you ever had Kevin Brennan on here? Mm-mm. You should really get he's him on. Terrific. He he is a great guy. Kevin Louis Brennan. Katz, we've had. He's very good as well. Yeah. Didn't he's Amy the, Schumer come with you one time? Amy came with yeah. me. Yes. That was another thing. Is like a lot of people who open for me go on to mega star. That's that. Yeah. No, that, I'm sorry. That, is that what you were going that, for? It. But that yes. that's got to be. Uh, that's got to be very cool to. Yeah. See no, that. I love it. Amy is awesome. She's great. She. I, I don't think. Because she's so, like, right now with her TV show and, like, uh, she's got a movie coming out, I know that, and, like, uh, she's hosting the MTV Awards. She's so super busy, but she is, like, we toured with her on the Antisocial Tour, Jim Norton, um, uh, Artie Lang, and uh, myself, and uh, we, we just had a blast. She is so fun. She's so much fun. And, like, 
talk about bringing new material like she also like always steps it up really fast on her feet smart stuff it's really great i met her once um at restaurant bucket one of the newer steakhouses Outback Steakhouse? Uh, not an Outback. <laughs> not a Longhorn. Is it the new Not a uh, Sizzler. Outback? The new Outback um, Steakhouse. Anyway, I was there waiting for a table, and uh, she walks in. Amy walks in. Well, did you seat her? Well, I was working <laughs> on this. Right this way, Amy. Give me that. Buddy. Give me that one. <laughs> that was good. So I'm there, and I, um, you know they're about to seat me a table, and she comes in. She was staying at the hotel right behind there. And she's like, do you have a table? And they're like, no, sorry, we're jammed. And she's like, all right, bye. And I'm like, do you know who that was? I'm like, she could have sat with That's me. Funny. What the hell? It was it was remarkable. And the, the host was like, I don't know. I was like, oh, whatever. You know, I, we, we've had some really great, like, uh, just like this club, like uh, Matt Davis is open for me a trillion times here. He's he's a super funny guy. He's a local. Well, he's from Alabama, so. That's a whole other animal. That is, you know, a whole I'm talking about. You know, come up here. This is the, you know, yeah. that's like Mount Pilot to, you know, Mary, Mayberry, whatever, <laughs> whatever that analogy is. And then uh, April Macy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh boy, we had so many good ones. Um, uh, Kelly Price, I think, mm-hmm. uh, so funny. And Are then, you helpful to the up and comers? Like, I, they I think I, you know, it's like when I see somebody who. Um, like, like I think we, Jamie and I were talking about it. Like, you know, you see somebody who really is like driven to to to. to produce and 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 perform and like uh also bring new material like you know like you you definitely want to be a part of that mm-hmm. but i don't it's like i'm not like the colonel what's his name with elvis like i i, <laughs> I have no you know i just wish them luck you know i, I wish yeah. them all the best but uh yeah no i i think that um i think that in comedy you know people think it's pretty cutthroat but at the end of the day we're all kind of supportive you know i think so because we all know that we're in it alone you know sure. so it's good to buddy up circle the wagons David Tell at the Punchline this weekend online, davidtell.com. Um, spanning your huge career, coolest moments that, that come to your mind that... Um, the coolest? Yeah. I guess um, uh, the coolest in terms of uh, comedy. Okay. Anything. Like, wh- what has... You, you sit back and go, wow, that just happened, or I can't believe I got to do that. Um, what doors have been open for you for making? Yeah, I never really laugh. was a guy who, who was into the perks, mm-hmm. but I did get to go on a uh, what do they call like the sleds, like uh, uh, the you know like when you go um, sledding, luging, luge. Yeah, I got to luge. <laughs> I got to luge at the uh, Salt Lake City Olympics like four years later or something yeah. like that. So by that point, it was was already, that scary? Yeah, it was very scary. I'm, Is that the one you're lying on your back or you're on your stomach? I did it on my tummy. I hope it was losing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> what a well delivered creepy line. Yeah. This. What time is it again? Ten ten in, in the morning. Oak thirty hundred. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I guess the best, the highlight, and, and this is not just saying it, but uh, I got to do a, a bunch of USO tours, and uh, to this day. Uh, a lot of the guys come up to me. It just happened to me last week. A guy came up to me and goes, I saw you in Iraq, and I got to tell you, man, it was like the funnest moment we had that whole month or that year. And, like, you know, I know they're just saying it, but it really makes you feel good. And then, you, you know, you talk to the guy, and, like, you're so glad to see them back. And, you know, uh, it, th- those are the ones that really, like, those are the shows where you're like, wow, you know, it, it is cool to be able to do this. You know, that really is. And then I would say to my hardcore fans, the ones who really – don't get enough credit. The ones who really do support comedy, and not just me, but the other people who are out there, especially the guys who are off the grid, not so accessible mm-hmm. to like TV and film and all that stuff. Because my you know, listeners, the, yeah, the radio there you listeners. go. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. The guy who's doing it a little different. The guy that doesn't, you know, I like radio. that. And these are the people that we really need to support. And I'm only going to say that 
over and over and over on every radio station I do because they really are so important now. The fans of comedy, not just of a person, but of like actually coming to see, supporting the new guys and the guys, the old guys, myself, the mortgage people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The guys paying a mortgage, and that's uh, that's that's cool. And I and I love when they come to the show, and I love when they get to experience you know the live performance. So. Correct me if I'm wrong. You were mm-hmm. on Doctor Katz, right? I'm not going to correct you because you're right. Yeah, <laughs> that was a weird way to bring up. It's a cartoon show, guys. It's One of my like, favorite shows. Oh, of not NCIS or anything. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Uh, Cat's. Dr. Cat's groundbreaking. Jamie, thoughts? I thought it was a fantastic <laughs> show. <laughs> I particularly love David Tell's uh, contributions to it. Different, different cats. Lou, Louis Katz, right? Louis yeah. Katz is the opener. Yeah. Doctor Katz, Jonathan Katz yeah. was on the groundbreaking uh, show uh, where he played a therapist, and he would talk to the comics. Like Ray Romano was on it. Like uh, all these like huge Amazing. names. Yeah. You know, uh, Stephen Wright. All these people. So that was cool. That was years ago. And uh, of course, like anything else cool, I'm always like the guy, the filler, like uh, whoever they wanted couldn't make it. So then they come to me. They'd be like, uh, yeah, they want in to tell we got, you know, someone canceled. Yeah, and it's always great when you get into an argument over a cartoon. Did you like how you were drawn on that show? I could care less. I really <laughs> I really have no ego towards any of that. I really could care less. I remember I was dating a girl in college when that show was on, and, and she wouldn't watch it. She's like, it's squiggly. It's driving me crazy. I can't. I'm like... Deal with it. It's freaking hilarious. That's a question to you. Is that a deal breaker when your lady doesn't share your same sense? That of was humor? one of many deal breakers. Really? Yeah. So your new lady, your 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 woman, she she, she gets me. She likes your humor. Yeah. She likes I once broke up with a girl. We went to see um, Borat. Oh, really? And I was dying laughing. Liked it. Dying laughing. Throw the Jew down the well, and I mean, just like, <laughs> and she was not Jewish, and she was like offended. And really? Like, that was the worst movie. I was like, all right, we're done. If you can't wow. get Borat. We're done. That's a that's a good one. That's a good test. That's a good test movie. Yeah. That's pretty good. Absolutely. So so has your whole relationship and marriage occurred post Borat? Yeah, really. Two. I met my wife in two thousand eight ish. Wow. Got married in two thousand eleven. Seems longer than that. It does. <laughs> Sometimes it does seem longer than that. All right, I got two more minutes. Can you hang out two more minutes? Yeah, I promise. I love it. I'm having a great go. time. I really am. All right, good. David Tell in studio. Stick around. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. Finishing up with Dave Attell. Dave flew in from New York today. Mm-hmm. New York's a changing place. Yeah, uh, I've been down in Atlanta since '96. Moved down from New York then, and I go back, and it's it's different. It's yeah. like a different city. It's bland and boring. It is. But I'm old now, so you know maybe that's the way it should go. Let me ask you a question. So there's Starbucks, obviously, Everywhere. every 200 yards. Right. What? used to be in the places where the Starbucks are in New York City. What did they replace? Uh, I, I don't know about the Starbucks in particular, but Times Square itself has gone oh. totally PC, family-friendly, yeah. but it used to be adult theaters and, um, you know, just like 
uh, places where you could buy like um, a Ninja Death Star and <laughs> fake ID. Yeah, a fake, ID fake ID and there. a passport. Yeah, so it you know it was fun. like a one stop shop. Yeah. You get like nunchucks, a passport, you know, a Chinese, degree, the ninja and then star. you go to the porn theater. <laughs> I wanted a Ninja Star more than anything How, when what, I was a kid. Whatever happened to that? Wasn't that like the biggest thing when you had a friend that all of a sudden got a throwing star? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think it was replaced. Um, well, you know, the throwing star. Uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of these uh, movies lately, and like they only use it in certain situations. Yeah. See, if I could throw it, so I would way. throw it immediately yeah. <laughs> and sit down. Absolutely. But these guys, they use it only like I think usually if they're being chased. I'm gonna go buy one. I, I'm four years old can. now. I can afford. I don't, it. I don't think. I think you have you to think know they're a guy. Illegal now? I think you have to know a guy. But really? <laughs> no, there's got to be like that. That weird store next to your shop that sells. Funky cigarettes. They gotta have ninja stars I don't, I don't, there. I, th I don't even think they. I know some militia. That's guys a great store, by the way. I've been in there. Yeah. It is. It's a crazy store. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not bad. Interesting. Uh, that's another thing about New York that's really changed. It's like we were the first ones to start this no smoking inside, and then everywhere else, even in the other in the overseas. And because I do the comedy cellar in New York, it's a lot of international people that come in. So I go, can you smoke in Norway? They're like, no, you can't. And that's all, all because of us. They're about to. I heard it on the news today. We got to finish up real quick, but I heard on the news today that. The city of New Orleans is about to ban smoking in bars and casinos, mm -hmm. and people are about to freaking riot. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that is, that's tough, because yeah. that is a, yeah. That's a smoking I city. I thought that would be the last town where you could do, because then if, after that, then it's Vegas, and then we're done. Yeah, then it's it. All right. I, um, well, I'm right now. Sad note. Yeah. Sad note. <laughs> I'm enjoying you on the show right now, and I'm enjoying you on stage at the Punchline Comedy Club. I just followed you on Twitter. I hope oh, you follow thanks, me man. back. That'd be fantastic. I don't really Attell. know anything how to do that, but... Uh, yeah, Your we'll people make it will happen. do it. Your people will do it. Yeah, my people will do it. DavidTell.com. He's a legend. We'll he, make it happen. He just turned 50. I'm so happy you turned 50. 50 years, 12 us. laughs. Um, fantastic. Uh, next time you're in town, let's let's get let's together. Let's do it. It's Excellent stuff. All right, news, weather, and traffic next. This is the Mark Aram Show. Don't you weep, baby. Wardrobe considerations for the Mark Aram Show provided by... Fredericks of Hollywood.